0: Oh, <coughs> it was you know, every
1: time you know what I was doing. Yeah, of course I know what you were doing. Oh, wasn't allowed for ten years. We wanted to start each episode by saying that we do delve into some pretty heavy content here. So this is your trigger warning. We get into domestic violence, sexual abuse, financial abuse, covert control, um, overall domestic abuse in a general sense in most episodes. If we do delve into something too deep, we will let you know before we do so, so you will get an additional trigger warning. We wanted to start each episode by saying, look after your mental health, and if it's not worth it today, don't listen to the episode. If you are enjoying this podcast so far, please subscribe and review. If you leave us a five-star review, we would absolutely love it. If you leave us a five-star written review, it really helps with the algorithm. If you tell us you did it, we'll give you a big virtual smoocharoo. If you get that reference, I'll give you two. (coughs) Sorry, editing, Naomi. You'll have to catch that cough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How you, are you do you. do. You you do you, boo. Yeah.
0: yeah, now that you're allowed.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. I had, like, a, a memory, and then I really wanted to, like, pick your brain a little bit about
0: something. Yeah, this is one of the things I know nothing about. It's what you mentioned before, yeah? And I was like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, so oh, I'm it's not going to so- ask questions.
1: It's just another example of like me not being allowed to do something. It's like nothing too crazy. But I worked out at this, um, of course, female gym in Australia before I left. And and I had a personal trainer because he thought that could really help me tone up from my size zero. Um, Yeah. Anyway, I had this personal trainer and she was awesome. And she was, you know, very into weights. And anyway, like, we were, like, really clicked. So she would invite me places. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go anywhere, right? Yeah. And so um, this one time she – there's this thing, I don't know if you have it in Norway, called Tough Mudder. It's, like, an obstacle course that's, like, 10 kilometres, and it's, like – like, going on yeah. your elbows through the mud and, like, yeah, you know the ones. One of those yeah. things. So there was one yeah. of those down on the little island where I live. Yeah. And we've always had our family beach house on this island. And so she was like, oh, there's a tough mud at, you know, this island It's only an hour and a half away because we are in Melbourne at the time. And, um, you know, do you want to do it? Like, I've got a group of friends and, like, you know, come do it with us. And I was like, I'd love to and then um i was like I'm actually to, but i'm not allowed to well at the time this was fairly early and so i was like oh i was like i actually have a house down there too like we could all stay the night and then like go to the thing in the morning you know because then we don't have to drive all the way down like just that could be fun and then um i went home and asked about that <laughs> it was an absolute no and I don't remember what excuse I came up for that. But then, you know, she continually sort of invited me to stuff because she – we lived in the same area, like, and we were very similar. And um, she invited me to go to the cricket once, which is like nothing, you know, go to a sports game. And I was like, oh, I can't. And she sort of – I remember, like, a look in her eyes being like, what the fuck is going on? And I, I was like, I just can't. And she was like, Why? And I was like, my boyfriend won't want me to go. And she was like, you just ask him, like, it's just the cricket. And I was like, you don't understand. It's like, I it's not worth asking him. Like, asking him, like, it. there is no opportunity that I could do this. And asking yeah. him is just as bad.
0: Just and I started getting a fight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I started crying in the gym. And, like, in front of her, like, we're, like, mid-workout. And I was, like, you don't understand. There is no option. Like, and then I remember that being very, very clo- Like, I had, like, a full breakdown. And I remember that being very close to when I went to my mum and said, I feel very stuck. Yeah, But um, I just remembered that being, like, there is no option. And, like, can you imagine from the outside, like, you've just invited someone to go watch cricket. And she's, like, there is no option.
0: Yeah, just having a mental breakdown. It's hard to understand from the outside, though. But I get that feeling like there is no option. Like I can't even ask. Like
1: I can't
0: even ask. Even asking is an issue. Like you should know better. Yeah, you should know better than. And now you've made him mad
1: like yes. you fucked up the entire day and your whole relationship is just surviving the day yeah so yeah okay Would so that you was
0: avoid did you avoid asking stuff
1: yes and it still sticks with me to today like I have to like I had to tell my mom something last night which was not a big deal and the yeah. whole drive over I had to be like you have to tell her today like I just won't like I just like avoid things yeah. Um yeah. I have to work really hard to combat that fear of telling like telling anyone like any sort of stress or any sort of like something big. I um it's so stressful for me to have to tell my partner something, and he's gonna react like a human, like oh, let's get this together. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. Terrifying. Like
0: hey, can I go to the Christmas party? Like you're dreading.
1: Oh, I will. Ad- I, or like in, especially in the beginning of our relationship, I wouldn't tell him about it for ages because it's that's what you would do with Dick. Is like
0: tell him yeah. last
1: minute. Yeah. Um. Because otherwise, you're gonna fight until the event. So you just tell him yeah. last minute. And that stayed with me for a long time too. Yeah.
0: Me too. I still have that today last minute a hundred percent
1: yeah
0: and then i feel yeah if i plan something like let's say dinner at my dad's even yeah i'll wait till like last last minute (laughs) and then i'm like dreading it yeah yeah and every time like it's always a normal reaction (laughs) and i know better i know that it like it's it's fine like in this relationship i don't have to ask i could just say like hey we're going to my dad's be like yeah okay like it's a normal relationship but it's like dreading it like if i come home and i'm like two minutes late oh
1: (sighs) i know i'm like dreading
0: going inside
1: and i'm like you know, And if he calls messages. me, I'm like, hello? Oh, like, yeah. I, yeah. I, a phone call. I immediately I apologize. what a phone call does to me. Yeah.
0: I immediately apologize. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. You know? And then I know <laughs> he's better. like watching I TV, know. like, what time is it? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, such a, like, the I tiny love. little everyday things I like, so such a trigger.
1: Such a trigger. I remember when I started dating someone directly after Dick and I was telling my older brother about and this guy was not great. Okay. Like it was fine. He's I'm sure he's a decent guy, but like it was never gonna work. But I was like, I thought he was amazing because of all of the bare minimum shit he was doing. Like Yeah. I was like to my older brother, I was like, I can be like, I'm gonna go hang out with the girls and like stay out till ten. And I'm I'm like, that's totally fine. Yeah. And he's like, so a regular relationship then. Like, I remember him, like, his responses were trying to tell me, like, what are you talking about? Because I was like, this is the best relationship ever. And he's like, it sounds like just, like, I don't know that it's that great, Caitlin. You know what I mean? Like, it just, you, that is normal. You shouldn't have to ask permission to go for coffee or be in trouble that you did or, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I had a yes. question for you. Yep. Well, it may be a series of questions. Um, <laughs> 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 now, when you first started dating, you had – um a rape trial so you you've explained previously now Mm. and you've explained that no one knew about this really in your family perhaps no one i'm just like setting the scene yeah and uh dick knew and you have this upcoming trial Yeah. and um how long had you been dating for was it sort of like that it was more along the lines of um that he wanted to be there to support you and said no one else should or it just sort of, like, did you ask him to come? Hey, do you mind coming with me? Or, like, how did it end up that he was going to be there as your support person for this trial?
0: Um, well, I don't really have, like, the dates and the years, like, fresh in my mind. No, we don't that, that. Is, that. Yeah, it's, like, in the past of my life. Um, but when I met Dick, um, that summer I met him right before I met him, uh, my lawyer had called me and told me that the guy was in custody mm-hmm. and this was like maybe two years after, after the event yeah okay um so, and then from there it does take a little bit of time before you get to uh, try you get to trial yeah it's not like right in the like, next month or so like in in a lot of other countries it's like straight away but here you might end up waiting a year
1: yeah yeah no i think that's 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 fairly standard across the world at least yeah. in america or australia okay so yeah so you so, finally have this trial and, yeah and you're with him at this point and
0: yeah so yeah then we're like we have roughly a year into it yeah I okay so, nah, i think we're actually maybe like two years in okay 16 17 18 this must have been like 2018 the first okay. trial Okay, so so he... we're living together. We're living at my mum's. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, and um, my mum or nobody in my family except my brother knows about it. Right. Um. So it's like how to explain to them that I'm going to Oslo. Because I'm living there, so going to the Oslo for like a couple of days, midweek, because the trial lasted three days. Yeah. Uh, so I had to explain like, I'm going midweek. Right. And I got time off for work and, yeah, whatever. And then Dick has like a great idea that, you know, um, but we're going together, so we'll just say that we're just taking, like, you know, some little vacation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like a weekend midweek, you yeah. know, a weekend away midweek. Um, and it was never a conversation of, like, are you coming or are you not coming? It was always just that's what you do when you're in yeah. a relationship.
1: So, yeah. okay, so so he's I coming. can't
0: remember having that conversation of like
1: oh yeah, do you so want to come or not. We're two years in, so it's at this point just assumed that he's everywhere that you are. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and yeah, I
0: remember there's like conversations like if he's coming into the courtroom or not. But um
1: yeah okay so hold on let me lead you a bit so so you have this trial and he's with the you and he's your boyfriend so he's there for support and um you assume that he's going to be there for support of course in the trial and you sort of arrive in oslo when does he tell you that he is not going to come to the trial he's just going to hang out in the hotel is that before you arrive in oslo just as you're going to trial i want you to talk about his behavior around the trial
0: well, we had talked a little bit about it. Like he would say like oh it'd be it would be hard for him to be in the courtroom, you know, because it would make him so angry and uh-huh. you know, like I would say a pretty normal conversation. I think any couple would have that conversation, like, yeah, it's gonna be hard for me to sit there and listen to all the bad right. stuff that happened to you, but of course I'm gonna do it. But the thing is with him, it was never Of course I'm gonna do it. It was it was always like I don't know if I can do it because it's gonna be so hard for me. Right. Uh, that he would say that. It would be so hard for him.
1: For him. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and then and... I would explain to him that um it's going to be okay because it's all in Norwegian and you don't speak Norwegian anyway. And the little Norwegian you do speak is, you know, not enough to understand everything going on. Uh, so I just told him, like, don't worry about it. Like, it's not like you're going to understand everything that is said anyway. And this guy wasn't Norwegian either. Uh, so he had a translator to, like, his language was, like... Uh, I'm not going to go into details and, like, say anything about him or who he was. But, but, yeah, he was not Norwegian. It was, like, a completely different language that none of us understood or could ever understand. Um, Not similar to Norwegian, Polish or English or any of those languages. Uh, So he had a translator and that was all, you know everybody was speaking Norwegian and then it was translated to him to his language so nothing was in English Uh, so he wouldn't understand much anyway and I would tell him that like it's gonna all be in Norwegian like you're not really gonna understand it anyway and my lawyer always figured that he was gonna come Uh, and when we met with her she would say that, you know, it might be a little bit hard for you, but you have to, like, stay calm and not, like, act on your anger if you get angry and blah, 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 because they always prepare, like, the loved ones and the family members, you know, because things yeah. have happened in court, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, okay, it's fine, I'll behave, blah, blah, blah. So it was always, it was never said, like, are you coming? And yes, I'm coming. To the because court, of was, he, you would
1: come
0: yeah it was always talked about in a way like <laughs> yeah of course you're going to come like we're planning for it and all that so i got uh because we didn't live in oslo we lived quite far away i got um and the court was in oslo because the event uh, happened in oslo mm-hmm. uh so we had to go there for court and um we got a hotel room covered and I checked it out with my lawyer and everything that I got a a room for both of us covered uh, and that was okay and then uh, we get there the day before uh, so then my lawyer is going to bring me into the courtroom the day before um, and just meet up to have a coffee and just have a chat to like see where your head's at and, like, normal stuff before court, you know, and then also taking me into the courtroom to, like, so that I see it and know what to expect and where to sit and, like, so that it's not all too scary the day after, you know, Yeah. trying to prepare me. And then I'm like, yeah, we're going to court now because uh, we have to, do yeah, she has to prepare yeah. me, do the prep. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to stay here. So this is the day before and I'm like, you're not going to come. He's like, no, you're just having a chat with her. It's you and her and we turn anyway, and uh, I don't have to see the courtroom. It's fine. And
1: that <laughs> made sense. Did you in know that in that moment, I, as you said that, my, <clears throat> I was like, oh, you're not coming tomorrow. Like I would have realized in that moment. I see what's happening here. Did you realize then he wasn't going to or you thought that sort of made sense?
0: i don't remember
1: okay
0: i remember in that moment it making sense okay um but i could have had the thought but i don't know i don't really remember i was very broken down at that point yeah and i was not at the point where i was ready to leave and i was done with him i was like far away from that i was still like a year off from that right um so I didn't, I did see through him, but then again, I didn't, I was very blinded and everything was just, I was at that point where whatever he said goes and you just oblige, you just do whatever he says and you're fine with everything because you're so tired that you can't, you don't have the energy to, for any of the fights. Um yeah. So I was like super disappointed, like super disappointed, because this was such a big deal for me. Right. Uh, and up until this point, I haven't, I hadn't told anybody in my family. I had told my brother, uh, but nobody else in my family. And, um, I remember I had this conversation with him like, quite often that. Maybe I should tell my mum. Maybe I should tell my dad. Maybe I should just tell them and let them come to court. And let's just, yeah. I, I was like on, I was always thinking about that I should tell my family, my closest family. Um, and, uh, Yeah, I think my cousin knew as well. So I used to talk with her about it as well. And she was just very supportive and like, whatever you want to do. And I had my reasons to not tell my family. Well, I didn't want my mum to know. That was like my main issue that I didn't want my mum to know. And I knew that if I told my dad, he would tell my mum. even though they weren't together. They haven't been together since I was like three or four. I still knew that if i told my dad he would tell her because they have a good relationship and they do talk about their children and mm-hmm. they would share information like that because he would think that's fair for her to know so i didn't tell tell him not because i minded him knowing but right i so he didn't want him. her to know and i kept having this conversation with my cousin and she was like super super Uh, supportive and like you know whatever you want to do and it might be good for you to have family there and that whole conversation Mm -hmm. and then i would have this conversation with dick because it's not like i can share any information about myself without letting him know first and he would always talk me out of it it's a bad idea, you didn't tell your mum for a reason, it's been a few years now, you're at the point where you should just take it to the grave, like, don't ever let them know. Um, And, like, he he kept manipulating me to not tell them, yeah. even though I had gotten, because I needed, I needed those years of them not knowing. Where I was able to deal with it myself and get over it myself, mm-hmm. and by the time I was going to trial, I was You're kind ready. of yeah, I was ready for trial. I was over the whole trauma of that even happening, and and I was okay with it, and I wasn't blaming myself, and I didn't feel ashamed, and. Uh, like, if I met new people, I would be open to, like, telling them. And it wasn't, like, a big secret in my life. And he hated it when I told people. He hated no, it. He yeah, He would be so fucking angry if I told anybody. But if I met new people or my closest friend, friends, I used to tell them. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was, like, at a point where I worked through it and I wasn't ashamed of it. Right. And I felt like it's good for me to share but i wasn't allowed and he would always tell me talk me out of telling my mom and my dad or my parents or my stepdad or anybody Mm -hmm. Uh, and he was okay with my brother knowing because he knew before i um even met dick right and then um the morning of the trial the first day i'm getting up and i'm like having a shower and getting ready and i'm like quite nervous because the whole thing is starting with like my statement um Mm. or my like free explanation uh and that's like the whole day is about me talking me sitting there being questioned and telling my story and i was like nervous and i was like preparing and i was like put a little bit of makeup on but not a lot and like trying to dress
1: the um, youtube apology look
0: yeah like <laughs> i'm just
1: joking <laughs> a little bit business. of makeup not too much
0: <laughs> yeah a little bit um i was trying to dress like
1: business yeah, casual, for, I You're guess. Not for like
0: court. yeah um and then we're going down together for breakfast because i was so nervous i was like oh i can't eat and I love hotel breakfast. It's like my favorite thing in the world. It's like
1: hotel Norwegians breakfast. Norwegians and their hotel breakfast. <laughs> I'll never understand it. I don't know, guys. It's, I don't know. It's amazing. <laughs> hotel love hotel. They go to hotels just to have breakfast. Sometimes yeah. Norwegians won't stay in a hotel. They'll just go to a hotel and pay for the bre- I'm not. This is not it's a drill. It's not even a drill. It's an actual that thing that happens me. in Norway.
0: That would have been me going to a hotel paying for the breakfast. That would have been me.
1: Oh my god, I, I love it. And and Naomi, before I met you, two separate people have done that with me as a hangout thing. who were both going <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, Let's go get a hotel breakfast. Yeah. You. <laughs> so you couldn't yeah, even eat he... the hotel breakfast. No, I was so
0: nervous. I couldn't even eat the breakfast that I love. Uh, but he is like, at this point, he was being nice and sweet and like, oh, let's go down, have some food. You need to have some food, Gnomesie, to be prepared. Like, trying to look like he was giving a shit, I guess. Yeah. So, I'm barely eating anything. And then we... And he wasn't ready. Like, when we got down to breakfast, we still... I had still had a lot of time, but I was ready because you don't want to be late for that. Uh. And... uh he wasn't ready. I was like, okay, so we're going upstairs and you're just going to have a shower and get ready,
1: yeah? He's like, get ready. I'm oh, like, yeah. I hate when he would do that. He would pretend as though you didn't have a plan. And he would yeah. always question just like that. Like, you'd be like, yeah, all right, well, off we go to Christmas. And he'd be like, Christmas? I'm not going yeah. to Christmas. Like, I never said voice, that. He would just repeat what you said as though you were like we'd never had this plan he would look at you yeah with we complete nev- confusion okay so he yeah. goes get ready keep
0: going sorry that yeah he's like get ready you have a shower uh i'm not going I'm like i told you that i'm like no you didn't he's like yeah i can't sit in that courtroom and look at him i was like so don't look at him He's like no, like and and it's like you said. I won't understand anything anyway. So what what am I going to do there?
1: And I'm like, it's like like you said, Nancy, It's Mm. like you said. He always does that, like even when he messaged me recently, and he's like, like you said, two sides to every story. Like you said that you fucking yeah, you said that always. Okay. yeah like you said, and then he's is, using he's it because he's trying to say it? like it's your idea like yeah, get your buy-in yeah yeah. you're about like to walk into a rape trial like for people yeah. listening she's about to go look at this person and, and yeah, immediately beforehand he's like coming I'm not coming yeah and, and like you don't have you said... with you Keep
0: no so he's like yeah like you said it's going to be in Norwegian mm-hmm. and I won't understand it anyway so what am I going to do there And I'm like, what do you think you're going to do there? He's like, well, I have nothing there. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't really have time for it. He's like, I'll see you at lunch. I was like, are you coming to the court around lunchtime? He's like, no, you're bringing lunch back, aren't you?
1: Bringing lunch back to
0: him. To the hotel. I'm like, I don't even know how court works you don't, I don't even know, know if, if you get lunch <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be a lunch break I don't I don't yeah. know anything I was like I'll just text you later I guess He's like well I kind of need to know when I get hungry I was like well <sighs> if you get hungry oh, go get some food God. like I don't have an answer for you right now and I'm like I'm like I don't even know what to
1: say to him because he's worried I'm like, about him what if I get hungry are you walking yeah. into a rape
0: like what yeah and then I'm like at this hotel room trying to avoid a fight before yeah. I'm going to court yeah because I yeah, don't he's have getting the mental frustrated. yeah I don't have the mental capacity to have a fight with you right now because I'm going to, to court, court. And I, yeah, I don't like today. Like I should have just fucking kicked him out. I should have been like, "You're out." <laughs> like I'm like that should have been like the breaking point, but this so it wasn't. though. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so I go to court by myself, and no, wait. Before he, before you go, he said to you, "I should have bought my Xbox. What am I gonna do all day?"
0: Like yeah like... i think he said that uh the uh end of day one oh after. because then okay, he had yeah, been okay, yeah he had been alone uh all day all day at the, at the hotel, hotel room. room yeah so he should have brought his xbox or his playstation like so that he would have something to do like what am i even doing I'm just sitting here waiting for you and i'm like i can't i'm at that I've just had even, a full day in court and, like, you can't even, like, oh, and he messaged me, uh, like, so you could have lunch break or what, and I'm like, I'm, I can't answer my phone, I can't, I, my phone is on silent, it's like on, I think I put it on like, do not disturb or like airplane mode or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this court and I have nobody there, like nobody. And the two friends that I did have there, um, they were both witnesses. And one at the time I, I was still friends with and I'm, she's like one of my childhood friends. And mm-hmm. the other one was like my ex-roommate.
1: Um, where dick fucked up your relationship
0: yeah yeah so So she had to show up she had to show up for court and give her statement while we were not friends yeah so it was very hard to see her and like the fact that she well in Norway you don't have a choice you have to show up there's nothing you can do they come they come pick you up if you don't so she had to but even though it was like forced I know that she didn't want to and even though it was forced that she knew she had to she still showed up and she told the truth
1: and uh even Even though though you weren't in a good place she just yeah even though we don't talk
0: today I still appreciate that and I'll appreciate that till the day I die that she showed up and she told her side of the story and I'm very grateful for that, for what she did for me in court and um, uh, there was a second round like eight months later and she had to show up again and she did, even though she didn't want to and I just appreciate the two times she did. She was there for me even though we weren't friends.
1: Shout Um, out to the roommate.
0: Yeah. Just a lot of love to her for doing that when she didn't want to and uh, it, it's a hard topic to talk about and it's a hard case to be a part of and then yeah. when it's not even your friend anymore and there's like a little bit of bad blood there it makes it even harder so yeah. yeah I figured that it would have must have been like very tough on her and it was on me too but I uh, yeah just a lot of love to her for, for doing that even though she had to I still respect specter for that but anyway so during court he's like messaging me and like when's your break just let me know when you're on a break and then there's like five minutes break here and five minutes break there but during the break my lawyer obviously she wants to talk to me right to see like where we're going next and like to ch- check in like where I'm at where am I like mentally yeah. at if I'm okay. And so I'm like trying to answer him because I know if I don't, I'll have massive, issue. massive yeah. issues when I get back to the hotel. But it's just a, too much going on. Like I shouldn't have that on top of being in court. But he's just making such a big issue out of it. And then it was something about lunch. And then I'm like, um, I just told him like I have to stay with my lawyer and um, uh, yeah, I can't I can't bring you food. You just you have to figure it out yourself. He's like, I'll just wait for you. I'm like, I don't even know when I'm gonna be done. He's like, Yeah, we'll order a pizza when you're done.
1: He would always do that because then you're worried that he's hungry and stuff. Like yeah. you hustle more because he has waited to eat all day. Yeah, you're there And you know he's waiting one. for you And you know he's waiting So you don't waste any time at the end he used to do that all the fucking time
0: Yeah And I'm like it's such a shitty thing to do Such a dickhead thing to do um, But I remember like the first day First of all I was all by myself I hadn't met my lawyer yet And I met the <sighs> defendant. Is that what you say?
1: The rapist, I think, is his yeah. correct title.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that that could be the right title. Yeah. <laughs> the defendant. Yeah. <laughs> I met him. Well, he is. He did. He's in jail for it. So. Yeah. 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 I guess I can actually say that. Um, but yeah, uh, I met him in the hallway. Well, he had police because he was in police custody, so he had like handcuffs on, and he was with the police and all that. And I, it was just. I just froze like it was such an unpleasant experience and then we get into court and everybody's settling down and sitting down and the judge come in and blah 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 and then all of a sudden the door to the courtroom opens and there's like 15 people maybe 20 people walking in just sitting there just they just walk in like was nothing's a happened yeah and they just <sighs> sit down
1: yeah, and, I used and they're have like to go my age, cases for class. Yes, I yeah. remember. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. my
0: age, and I'm like, I look at them, and I look at my lawyer, and I think, and like, I stare at the judge, like, the the wind was taken out of me. Like, I was just like, I f- if I f- it felt like defeat. Like, I can't do it. I just wanted to run away. Yeah, and then the judge like looked straight at me and I think he could tell that I was like in yeah. distress or something he was, he was very nice he she I don't even remember yeah. one was a he and one was a she on like the different trials Um, and um, the judge just looked at them and he's like who are you and then one student stood up and like oh we're from this and this class and like they're studying yeah. to be lawyers so they're supposed to follow court cases, and this was a three-day three case, so they might as well follow that, oh, you know? But yeah. they didn't know what, what it was about. Uh, Before yeah. they walked in, they didn't know they what it was three about. They a three-day trial. Yeah, okay. Mm. So the judge's like, uh, this is a rape trial. Do you know that? And they all just went pale. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, we didn't know that he's like yeah I think it's best if you go this is close to you can't be here and they all get up and go out and I'm like I can finally breathe again I'm like oh but I felt like I felt like I was on display like Bye. these 20 people my age had seen my face and I was like yeah my family didn't know and there was like so many thoughts running through my head and I was like oh I, I didn't even, the, it was like emotionally, it was a lot. And then at the, I'm I'm sitting down to like give my statement and then they always ask like, okay, where where do you live? What's your address? And I was like, I don't want to say my address in front of him. Yeah. And then the judge looked a little bit like frustrated at me, like, oh, just come on, you know? And, and I looked at my lawyer because we had talked about this. I was like, I didn't want to give out my address or my phone number or anything like that Uh, so then the lawyer was like okay but I have it here for you you can have it but just we don't want it to be we don't want him to know and yeah yeah, yeah. I'm sure you understand the judge like yeah fine whatever um so there was like in a short amount of time as I got there there was just a lot of things happening Yeah, and then I have to talk and then there's a lunch break until I have to talk even more I was like sitting there talking for hours Yeah, and in between I have to answer Dick and like think about the fact that he's hungry and how he's doing and it's just a lot and then
1: yeah and he's ah. angry and I hope this hurries up because the longer it takes the angry it's gonna be
0: yeah and then I get back to the hotel, and he's like, "Oh, how was it?" Like an everyday conversation. Like I came home from work,
1: and I but was like, "If you went into how it was, he would have no time. He does. Just I. He didn't actually ask you how the trial was. You weren't. I imagine if this was me, that then I would just wouldn't be able to really mention the trial because it would no. upset him.
0: Yeah. Even if I ever tried talking to him about." the whole thing, even mm. before I got a court date, like, I would tell them, like, if you have any questions, I can answer them. Like, I know mm. a lot of people want to know, like, what happened when they know something like that happened. Like, yeah. if you're willing to share details, a lot of people actually do want to hear them, even though they're, like, gruesome. Uh, yeah. He's like, no, I don't want to hear about it. Like, don't, stop talking about it. It makes me angry. Yeah. And if I was great. having, if I was ever having a hard time, Because I, at a point, I was like, I'm having a hard time. I think I need to see, like, a psychiatrist or something because I'm having such a hard time. And he's like,
1: yeah,
0: I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, only weak people go go to therapy. Only weak
1: people go to therapy. And I thought more of you. I thought, uh, okay, so I felt throughout my entire life, like, have been in and out of therapy and on and off medication for depression. I've had stuff happen to me. A lot of people have had stuff happen to them. So I, this has been a very normal thing. And occasionally I struggle and then I will go through a period where we go through therapy or counseling and medication. And then I'll go through a stage where I don't need it. And that has been my entire life. And I'm very, very careful of when I'm, going down into the spiral because you have to nip that in the bud before it does yeah so for me if I'm struggling I would hey I need to like do something about this quick you know yeah. and um I remember I was never ever 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 allowed to do anything for my mental health because only no. weak people and stronger than people. that there's no such thing as depression <laughs> yeah. and yeah. And the suicide thing, I had a suicide in my family and he says that suicide is very, like, the most selfish thing, which it it is, it is selfish, but I don't think anyone understands what it's like to be in that moment and actually take your own life. I think some people who have had suicidal thoughts maybe even have thought about not being here. I can't imagine what sort of a mental distress you're into a- actually do it yeah. and so and then you're not allowed to mention that person's name or ever talk about it no. or anything or if you do say he says good like selfish yeah. cunt
0: yeah yeah
1: oh, I'm glad they yeah. killed themselves yeah
0: that's what you I shouldn't, shouldn't think say. about that person anymore you shouldn't yeah yeah you know I am um, so yeah he would always talk about it like it's, like, selfish, and, yeah, I had a, an experience with that as well
1: mm-hmm. I uh, can talk about uh, that in person, my family.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, – she didn't end up taking her life, and, um, of course, I'm super happy that she didn't, but it was, like, a traumatic experience. And after that, he was like, I never want to see that person again, and she's so yeah. selfish, and I'm like, you're talking about, like, my close family here and it's like
1: yeah who's who's struggling and needs yeah yeah
0: yeah and like not he didn't he like from that day like he hated her and like it's so she's such a selfish person it's the most selfish thing you can do and think about what she put you through that day and you know and i'm like okay yeah uh, yeah of course what she put you through what was that poor girl going
1: through I yeah, know that I was... it's hard on the family. I'm not saying it's not hard on the family because we're the ones sitting here de- dealing with and after the fact of it. Actually, yeah. you know, of, of an actual suicide, like it is fucking but that hard person on
0: the in that but moment.
1: It's harder on the person to take yeah. your own life.
0: It goes or against... to attempt to. Yeah, because as humans, human beings, we try to stay alive. and all that's survive,
1: just... yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> so you always you always you want to survive you always like if you think about your every day you do things to survive it's just your instinct and right. then going through that and actually taking your life or trying to Try take to. your life it's like that
1: for him to say what she that, did to you that day we could never forgive her for is such yeah. a game of mental gymnastics like to reach that yeah. point out of a suicide attempt is
0: yeah insane And he was, like, forcing me to think like that. And, like, sometimes I did. I'm like, yeah, that's not fair. And absolutely it's not fair. But you can't think about that when it comes to suicide. It's not about what's fair for you or for your family. It's not even that person is not taking their own life to hurt you. They're in such a mental, mentally, Yeah. yeah such a mental hell that they think that this is best they think that this is what what is best for their family right? they think that this is the best for the world you know it's right. not like so yeah as that day was horrible 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 for me and I in a way absolutely selfish but you can't see it yeah, as selfish can't. because that's not when you're not that person from another person thinking that it's selfish like i don't know if i'm fucked up by him because i i i see it i get it but i still think it's wrong i don't think you should be like but that's so selfish because that's not what they're thinking about when they're going through something like that
1: right of course not
0: that's That's, yeah, it's the complete opposite. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it was like a a long period. Like, I wasn't allowed to talk to her and I wasn't, it was just, yeah. Anything mental health related is like, he doesn't have time for it. So when I told him, like, I was struggling with this whole rape thing and this was before the trial and even right after the trial because the trial itself is such a... Mental drain, yeah. Mental drain, and you get triggered, and there's flashbacks, and you have to yeah. talk about like these gruesome details with tell people, yeah, who you don't know, and you know that they're sitting there judging you because that's what they're supposed to do. Right. It's like mentally it puts you in such a yeah hard place that it's a lot of people would get therapy after, and I was one of them where I was like, yeah. I want. I need therapy after yeah. this because I can't handle it you know yeah. well I can handle it but I, I, I want help to yeah, sort he through it but, and, but he's like no nah, I thought you were stronger than this and you don't need therapy and uh, it's fine whatever It's yeah. so I wasn't allowed and I was also not allowed to talk to him about it I wasn't allowed to tell him anything about the trial any details nothing um yeah i I was just never allowed to tell him anything about it yeah and i'm i'm a sort of person where i do have a need to talk to people and i don't i don't know i think i i need to share information about me to maybe it is for people to see me who i am and that you know and even like later on like recent years after my mom found out and my dad found out and my sister found out i would tell them like but but look at look at what i've done look at what i did afterwards look at how well my life turned out even though that happened to me even though i went to court and i was by myself in court and all that stuff i i still i I didn't start shooting up heroin, you know, after that. Like I'm okay. I became a manager, I did well for myself, I earned good mm-hmm. money and mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's okay. Like yeah, it's hard, but it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, I remember when I told him that now my family knows. He's like, I told you so. I don't want to go into details how they figured out yeah, what happened, we'll but he's I like but- Yeah. Yeah, of
1: course. He was, was, yeah, he's such a cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he just, he wasn't there for me, not the first time. And the second time, it wasn't that. He was, it was the same thing over again. Yeah, he course. stayed at the hotel room. And on day two, I had uh, coffee with my friend after court because she gave her statement and then she stayed the whole day. And then she came back the day after, the last day, because you're allowed to stay once you've given your statement. And uh, he was so upset that I was like, but she's here for me. And she wants to grab a coffee with me to see how I'm doing. And yeah, I'm going to do that, you know. And he was, but it it was rushed. It was so rushed because I needed to get back to him. him.
1: And he was mad that he Mm. was doing
0: it. Yeah. So mad that I was doing it. But yeah, it was fucked up and he was never there for me. And I remember my mum's husband told me like years later like oh I'm so glad you had him I'm so glad that he helped you out and that he was there for you like it couldn't have been all bad because he was there for you and the first time he said it I was like yeah you're right he really was there for me you know because then we were still together yeah um but later on when he said it again I was like he actually wasn't he wasn't there for me he wasn't a support for me it was nothing for me that day he made that those three days he made them worse worse yeah hey gnomesie i gotta go yeah
1: i know all right i love you
0: okay i love you okay
1: shut up you dumb bitch (laughs) 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 silence to the podcast is co-hosted by caitlin and naomi join us for weekly visits into the spiral that was and follow us on tiktok and instagram at silencedat21 at s-i-l-e-n-c-e-d-a-t-2-1